stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. There's been a lot of attention focused on the situation in Hong Kong as of late. Probably not as much as, as there ought to be, but at least I think Canadians are aware of it. Unfortunately, it's not something uh, that's getting a lot of attention in this federal election campaign. We're not talking a lot about Hong Kong, not talking a lot about uh, our relationship with China, not talking a lot about foreign policy. But there's another issue, too, that that speaks to all of that, the extent to which um, the Chinese government is trying to work its way in to Canadian politics and and even society and, and to try to influence government decisions. So to what extent is that happening and and how can Canadians really figure out who it is they're voting for and and where they stand on these issues? Uh, The group Canadian Friends of Hong Kong has launched an online voters guide to help them identify candidates who might be, uh, well, a little maybe too pro-China for their liking. So you can read more at askpoliticianscp. Dot org is in Chinese Communist Party. Joining us uh, to talk more about it uh, from the group Canadian Friends of Hong Kong, uh, Fenella Sung joins us. Fenella, thank you for making some time for us. Welcome to the program. And thank you for having me, Rob. All right, so tell us more then about what you hope this this online guide will, will allow voters to know and allow them to do. Um, basically, it's um, we're trying to put um, together um, some basic information about um, how to distinguish between acceptable diplomacy. That means like, um, whereas um, one government is trying to influence the other government's uh, policy, mm-hmm. um, whereas versus um, unacceptable interference into other people's domestic affairs. Um, I can give you an example on that, like um, the NBA controversy that yeah. we are seeing in the past few days, um, those are really political intervention into um, basically an entertainment industry, uh, whereas um, some country or some state power is trying to impose their own worldview or their value system onto some other countries, onto some other enterprises, onto some other industries. And that's um, what we see is an effort to try to limit um, people, um, not just in one country, because you know at the NBA is very much global now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really um, general citizens of the world's um, freedom of expression and also the freedom of uh, um, speech and also really the freedom of political belief. So all these are the things that we see are very concerning, especially comes federal time, that we think it will be handy for voters as well as some media to have information about like how to screen the candidates, how to screen our political parties as to where they stand. Um, we are not saying that you have to follow this guide or whatever things, but basically is some um, 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 some tools that people will be able to make use of um, is a whole set of questions um, and you can take some of them that's relevant to your own writings or in your own situations. Um, you can go into the candidates meeting to ask the candidates of every party that attend or you can go into the um, different candidates um, 
campaign office and ask how they stand on those things. They may or may not have answers to that, but at least it helps them think about all these issues deeper. And once they are in office, then at least they know what kind of issues that they have to deal with. And that's what we hope that we will be able to achieve. Right. It's interesting then because um, you know, I saw a quote from you that this isn't necessarily a foreign policy issue. That if we're talking about what uh, the Chinese government might be doing in Canada, it, it really becomes a, a domestic issue, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Actually, we can see that the infiltration and the so-called unacceptable influence, actually, they have been, um, especially in the past two months, very brazen um, in the streets of uh, Canadian cities, in our campuses. Um, just look at the example of Hong Kong, like um, even in Ottawa, in Halifax, in Toronto, in Montreal, in uh, Vancouver, uh, we see when... Um, People, um, especially Canadians, when trying to support the uh, protesters in Hong Kong for the fight uh, for democracy and freedom, um, we see counter-protesters. And what they're doing is they're flying the um, communist Chinese, China's uh, flag, national flag, and then they are really imposing the values on that. And then the protesters are harassed, um, They and then some of them, they've been... Um, intimidated with um, even um, some violence and even prayer meetings even in the high school um, a student posted a poster in support of Hong Kong she was also harassed and intimidated all these things are totally totally trampling on Canadians freedom and civil liberties and it's totally unacceptable yeah, there, there was also that incident in Montreal in, I guess that was in August, wasn't it? Uh, the Pride Parade, uh, they, had a, they were going to allow a group, uh, a pro-Hong uh, Kong group, to be a part of the parade. But after threats uh, from, from supporters of the, uh, the, the Chinese regime, they, they kicked that group out of the parade. Exactly. And, and what is even more outrageous was that um, we, we were told that um, uh, during the Pride Parade, um, the counter-protesters, they were able to fly the communist Chinese flag and then they were able to sing um, the PRC's national anthem and then they were able to march side by side with the Pride Parade, whereas the pro-Hong Kong protesters, which is part of the um, gay community anyways, and um, many of them, they were members of that uh, um, um, Pride Montreal um, community, um, they were not allowed to take part. I mean, how ridiculous that is. So, uh, back to the uh, the voters' guide then. What, what are the, some of the questions that voters who are concerned about this should be asking candidates? Um, I think one key thing is um, about um, how to safeguard our national security. For example, um, one clear question, easy to ask, would be, would our candidates agree to ban Huawei to be part of our 5G network? Um, for sure that many people will have different answers to that, but if they agree, then they have to think about the fallout. That is, the follow-up question would be, then would you agree that Canada should withdraw from the 5i airlines? Uh, because that's all part of the intelligence network. And many of our airlines have expressed concern that if Canada allows Huawei into our 5G network, then they may not be willing to share intelligence with Canada. So those are the things that, like, we don't expect 
uh, or we don't just want candidates to give the party platform those kind of um, a bookish answer to that. We really want them to think about, like, if your stand is like this, what are, how are you going to deal with the fallout? What are you going to do with the aftermath of that? Now, and I also want to touch on this because you, you, there, there's a section on the website that, that addresses, and I think it's important for people to understand that uh, we, we need to draw a distinction between the Chinese government or the Chinese Communist Party and, and their interests and their agenda versus Canadians of, of Chinese origin, right? We're talking about very different things here, aren't we? Yeah, I'm glad that you brought this up because what triggered to kind of thing that we have to clarify that distinction is that um, in the recent controversy as to the Chinese consulate here in Vancouver, um, they hosted a private closed-door reception to all of the elected officials in our municipalities in British Columbia. And then one of the mayors who came out to defend um, his attendance of that reception um, he said that he attended that reception because he has a very large Chinese Canadian population in his city. And that makes us wonder, why would you need to go through the Chinese consulate in order to outreach to your Chinese Canadian voters and your constituencies in your city? Can't you go, just go and talk to them directly? Can't you just work with them directly for the issues in your city? Why do you have to go through the Chinese consulate? That's those kind of policies that we want to deal with because um, the Chinese Communist Party was set up in 1949. And that is a regime um, had about 70 years of history. But Canadian, um, the Chinese com- community in arrived in Canada as early as back in the late 1770s. That means we have close to 250 years of history here in Canada. And and then it's a very mixed um, and very diverse um, background with all these uh, people, um, although they are of Chinese ethnicity, um, some of them may may be from from Britain, Brazil, from Portugal, from Southeast Asia, from Taiwan, from um, South Africa, from all over the place. Their roots are different. So that's why we we try to uh, make the distinction between the two is that the Chinese consulate, uh, the Chinese Communist Party and the regime in Beijing and the overseas operatives, that means the consulate, they try to claim the Chinese diaspora all over the world as if part of the subject, but actually that's totally wrong, factually and morally wrong, because um, at least here in Canada, the Chinese community has a very long history, very diversified roots. So it's totally different from the regime that we are talking about. We have to bear in mind it's a foreign state, it's a foreign power trying to exert unacceptable interference into Canada's issue. And we as Canadians, we won't allow that. Absolutely. Much more of the website again. It's askpoliticianscp.org. Fenella, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you. That is uh, Fenella Sung uh, with the group Canadian Friends of Hong Kong. So ask politicians about the CCP. Askpoliticianscp.org is their website. we got to take a quick break here. We are back with more, though, right after this. 
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.